who's ready to party and play? Checkers, anyone? I'm James. Hey, bitches. She's here. And I'm Keen. And it's the final episode, kind of. Season 12, episode 12. The last ever real episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now that we live in <laughs> Stay Indoors world. Yeah, the last pre- pre-recorded one, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, like... I kind of feel when you get to this point, you're kind of like, it's kind of almost like the last sort of week in Love Island. You're kind of like, okay, let's just see who wins now. Uh, so I think that, mm-hmm. you know, there's still an hour to be filled. They fill it with a lot of padding, you know, other than the results, there isn't that much to say. But we had a wonderful guest with us, Keen Carrigan, former Big Brother contestant, to share these stuff with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's always sort of an underwhelming episode of Drag Race. Thankfully, due to our wonderful guest, it was not an underwhelming episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. Well, Keen, thank you for joining us today. So where can people find you first of all before we kick off the chat? Um, on Instagram, I'm Keen Carrigan. Um, and on Twitter, it's just backwards. It's Carrigan Keen. Cool. Super. Mm-hmm. So now that, that's, uh, now that people have followed you and they're listening, yeah. <laughs> what have you been thinking of season 12 so far? Um, yeah, I'm really liking season 12. I think especially during um, quarantine, it's nice to wake up on a Saturday morning and have that to look forward to. Just that little bit of colour, a little bit of fun kind of in times of like grey matter and just boredom and adds mm-hmm. a bit of pop to the life and I think we've got some really good queens this year like, oh, we like do. literally I feel like even looking back at when like Dahlia and like Nikki went home and Rock'em Sakura like that feels like a year yeah. ago now like honestly it's been <laughs> so long like we've had some really good queens this year yeah, no, it's been it's been a super strong season, and like they've whittled not the top five. I think I was expecting uh, at the at the very beginning, and and like by any stretch, but they are so strong, and they all earned their their place. I yeah, should say 100%. top four because t- the fifth yeah. queen is yeah. But anyway, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also kind of feel as long ago because like we weren't even in lockdown when Dahlia Singh got kicked out, so that just sort of feels like a Yo. whole new world mm. as well. Yeah, yeah, I was glad. Such a long time ago. There was there was no sign of that broccoli this week. I was glad about that. There was. There was at the very very R- end. Right at the end. Yes. Yeah. She was. Well, congratulations to the final four queens, and then yeah. it was cut to Dahlia standing beside the runway. Oh yeah. my god! She was standing what? there just waving. Oh, they really ran out of ideas of how to shoo her in, you know, like... Stop oh, making Christ. a broccoli a thing. It, it's not <laughs> if, catching on. If only parents were more creative with how to get their kids to eat broccoli than the oh, yeah. of drag race <laughs> to get to see Dahlia's in. I, I mean, I am fully expecting that RuPaul is going to be launching some kind of like a vegan health line based around broccoli within the next... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, something. Dehydrated something. broccoli crisps or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, God. Oh. I mean, you didn't miss out on anything. In fact, it just pissed me off. So yeah, you're actually better off. Second of her waving in a broccoli. And <laughs> um, the start of the episode, there's a first in Drag Race history. There's a power cut in the actual workroom. And I noticed in the background that even though the lights had gone off, the the lights around the mirrors were, still had some sort of light and they were illuminated. So I'm glad that they have their own sort of backup generator. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if it was some kind of like a prophetic foreshadowing of the uh, the like sort of shit show that they were going to end up like showing yeah. the season in. <laughs> that it was going to be like dogged by all these like weird situations with Sherry Pie and then the lockdown and no finale. And it's mm-hmm. like, 
the power is out of drag race. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Foreshadowing at its finest. <laughs> yeah. I thought some of the eliminated queens were just going to, when the lights came back on, I was like, fuck mm. off, hardly. Are they going to come back? But no, they, they, they didn't. I was like, no more juries. We don't want them. <laughs> yeah. I hope they play them. up to that next next year when, you know, it's season 13 or whatever, and they just cut off the power purposely to be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's yeah. the final five power I, cut again. I, I, can, I, can, I can genuinely see, and actually they may have already done this, so perhaps they have a power out runway where the queens have to wear like illuminating, um, sort oh, of yeah. an illuminating uh, outfit. Yeah, that's um, a good one. Because they did, like, obviously they brought the beard, when Matt, when Milk did the bearded queen, they brought the bearded runway back. So maybe that might be something they could do. I'm going to get on to the producers, get through Connor yeah. B, and I reckon he has a, he has a good, a good pathway. I, I, I thought that it was, like, one of the first times that I can remember a really genuine aura of sadness when they were, like, saying goodbye about Heidi. Like, you could just mm. tell how much they loved her and how, like, how much they'd all connected with her. And she was one of the first queens where I really was sort of sad to see her go and, like, in that, you're like, oh, I'm gonna miss her this week. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely missing some Heidi confessionals. I just, I adore her. She's so pure, and just you just want <laughs> to see good things happen for Heidi. You want yeah. to see good things happen. Um, yeah, I love her. Definitely yeah, yeah, missed yeah. her this week. Yeah, she was great because the power cut. They were also just shoved into the untucked room to chat, um, but. I really felt Jada felt a bit deflated in this episode. Like at the start, she's like, you know, Crystal, <laughs> you sat at the bottom and I'm at the top. <laughs> I was at the top and I'm at the bottom. Like she really seemed <laughs> a bit frazzled by it all. Mm. She, I think she was caught off guard by ending up in the, um, in the, the bottom of the last episode um, and probably felt kind of uh, coming into, like she'd been sort of like somehow hampered coming in because she had been so strong right the way through, like so powerful right the way through. Yeah. Um, what Overall, this challenge, we had the mini challenge and everything was tied into the Vegas show. Yeah. Overall, I, I wasn't, I'm going to be honest, overall with this episode, I wasn't the biggest fan of, of the episode in, in its totality. There was bits I liked, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the episode overall. I don't know if you guys had Do you mean because feeling. of the challenge? Um, yeah, I mean, it just, it lacked a couple of, like, so there's no no podcast slash Tic Tac Lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. I wanted, I wanted that moment to kind of like getting into it. And like, also, like, it felt like Rue genuinely loved all of the queens that were left. So it would have been nice to see that like actual interaction the kind of one-on-one interaction it mightn't have felt as forced as it has in previous seasons where kind of like you go out there and you're like right you've got three minutes for your sob story get it out um <laughs> but and and also the um the song like it, it it's not going to be like we've got like some great songs the, like you know kitty girls american all those have come out of this episode in the past where like you've actually got stuff that you'd go and you'd listen to on spotify Whereas you're not going to go listen to to that rusical thing on Spotify afterwards. It's not going to be the kind of Reggie wrote you or the, you know, like it, it's not going to be on the two to moon. Like it's not going to be one of those that like becomes something that will be on like a playlist that people will listen to in the future and remember those queens for that. You know what I mean? Since season nine, they've had, or since, since All-Stars 2, they've had that big song with the final four rap that are the final four kind of like verse in it. And it's been like a really big part of the show. And I just, I felt like that they didn't get that. So then, Sorry, I'm going on a real rant here. But um, but like I felt that like now coming forward to now, the Queens, they don't get their, they haven't been able to make their bookings because of the lockdown. They don't get their live finale because of this. The whole show has been overshadowed because of Sherry Pie. And they didn't even now get their like 
song on YouTube. They're like remake of a classic Drag Race song. And I was like, this is, I just, I just feel real sad for them. <laughs> or their podcasts. They didn't get any of it. They got nothing. The odds were not in their favor. No. <laughs> no, not at all. I kind of think, like you said, I kind of found the podcast that got to that, that, you know, you've three minutes to watch your sob story. We need to fall in love and you go. I was kind of over it at that point because it kind of came so formulaic. And I was kind of like, we've seen so much of them already, especially Jackie Cox. We did not want to listen to Jackie Cox talk about her parents one more time on the podcast, mm-hmm. I felt. Um, so I didn't really mind that went. I agree. We didn't get the I- I- iconic song. I thought the songs were actually good, but it was just too long. You wouldn't listen to all of that in one go. Um, mm-hmm. But the the varying quality of that final song has been like, I thought... Um, that Super Queen version that they did was shocking for All Stars 4. So, like, I think yeah. this was actually, a, like, you go, I'd go back and watch that all because it was a, much more of a production. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't stream it. I wasn't a lover of Super Queen now. But um, also what I noticed that they didn't do in this episode, which I was happy about, is, you know, when they, like, hold their baby photos and they're like, what would you like to say to Young? And then they call them by their, like, real yeah. names, like their male name. I'm kind of happy they didn't do that because... I just I was I was over it. I was yeah. over it. I kind of that stage. Like yeah, it's a cute, lovely moment, but come on, like do you know what I mean? I'm I'm kind of over it. The, the the bread has gone off. The bread has gone out of date. The bread has green stuff on it. <laughs> Throw it out, and we'll get a new sliced pan, and let's keep going with that one. Put it into you know your compost mean? bin. Yeah. Put it into your compost bin. Then take the plastic around it and put that into the recycling bin because we love a clean earth. Do, yeah. you know I mean? But only if the plastic it doesn't, you know, rebounds back in your hand because in that case, that oh. has to go back in the bin. Yeah, took took the words out of my mouth. Well, look, we're talking about RuPaul here. He's just putting it all in his regular trash and being like, I don't care. I'm fracking the world. (laughs) Well, let's bounce back to the mini challenge. I actually quite liked it for like, uh, for the 11th hour mini challenge. I thought it was interesting enough that to make their own head pieces. Uh, It kind of harkens back to like a classic mini challenge, I felt. Uh, But I mean, Gigi won it. I kind of prefer Jada personally, I think, but they're all fine. I, 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 this is a theme also running through this episode that like, I, I think it, it was very, like, it's a lot of like throwback stuff. So it was all sort of like, you know, hey, remember I did that thing with the Merkin? And like, oh, do you remember I said, look over there? Yeah. And like, do you remember I did like the dump it thing? And it's like kind of, you, you got that with like all of them going through. Although I did like that, that Crystal's name on the street was Slut. Slot. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was slot. <laughs> I think it was like he said it slot to make it sound like slot, but it was slot. Oh, it was slot. Oh, I thought it was oh, like a slot machine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I just thought it was full on slot. I was like, yeah, go on, girl. <laughs> Similar to out of a slot machine with both of you, the penny dropped. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Oh, I'm mortified. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Gigi wins a trip to Vegas and it wasn't until this point and we haven't spoken about it on this show yet which I was like I wonder will she bring Crystal because obviously they're in a relationship and I it wasn't until I started watching this episode with that in mind that I was like I wonder what point of this whole process did they start dating are they I thought yeah. I thought that was I thought that was like not true but anyway thought, maybe it is well I don't know I haven't heard them say it but that's what all the, the I'm gonna be Flying from here over to Jake Yonce after this to have a have a have a scan through his old episodes and see what's going on there. <laughs> Personally, I'm glad that she's bringing her mother because her mother really did make the competition for her through making all of her runway looks. Yeah. <laughs> if this is how she's paying her mother, she's getting away pretty lightly. <laughs> yeah. 
True. Um, okay, so before the big number, we have a recording bit with Leyland and we have dancing with Jamal Sims. Um, and it kind of just showed them all struggling in both aspects with the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gigi struggling to get that strong, wet kiss. Yeah. Oh my God, was it even in it? Was it actually even in the finished project? I, I didn't hear it. <laughs> Where was the kiss? Where, Where was, was the, kiss? the fucking kiss? Oh my God, I only thought of that there. Yes, that strong wet. Because even I was trying to do it looking at the telly. <laughs> And I was like, no, I sound like two piles rubbing together. Stop it. <laughs> but I really felt Jada was really deflated, especially when it came to her recording. She just seemed to be like, I want to go back to bed. Yeah. She did. She did. Yeah. She seemed like she popped a few Xanaxes or something. Yeah. It wasn't herself. <laughs> she just did seem even like she was just so low. And usually she's so upbeat and fun and kind of sassy that, yeah, mm. I was kind of missing that in Jada. But she still did a good job, I thought. But I expected she did. a bit more from her. Yeah, when she referred to herself as the old mother Hubbard of rap, I was like, "Oh, you, you're not, um, you're, you're not feeling your fantasy this week." <laughs> I loved in the talking head when she was like, "Look over there, look over there, look over there, look yeah, over I there." Yeah, I love that. I love that. I do. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was a good one, and it's funny. Like going, going back to the bits that I didn't mind Jada saying, "Look over there." But I, it annoyed me, Crystal doing the jump and Jackie doing the merkin. But I suppose at that point, they don't know what's become a meme or what's not become a meme. So, like, it's hard yeah, to know. Yeah, true. Yeah, that, it, did, it did feel a bit like kind of just in particular, each of the girls as a thing happened. And actually, it's kind of funny, but with the amount of stuff that has come out of it and become memes, that the one thing that the show has decided to push is the broccoli, which really, yeah. really never took off. I haven't seen the broccoli anywhere. No, I've just seen people give out about yeah. it. Yeah. I really haven't seen it used in a comedic fashion whatsoever. But people are like, no. yeah, broccoli. Like, no, they're not. You'd love to see behind the scenes and like every time Dali walks in, they're all like, people are going to love yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to kill. <laughs> You're going to put broccoli on the map. Yeah. <laughs> Rue has bought shares at Whole Foods because he's like, I, you know, I reinvented broccoli. Yeah. Oh my God, that's it. So before the number then, there's the, the sort of mirror moments and they're also chatting about their first impressions of each other. And I feel Gigi gave one of the most iconic shady looks of all time when Jackie just said she thought she was, what was it, just a fashion queen or whatever? And Gigi oh, is just like... costume Yeah, cost, that's yeah. it, yes. Yeah, she looked livid. Yeah, she looked like she wants to fart fire. She looked yeah. livid. Yeah. I, did, I, I, liked, I, I did like that. And I liked then how Gigi sort of got her own back on Jackie by saying like, oh, when you walked in, I thought you were a real fashion queen too. But then you proved me wrong. Yeah. You proved that wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's get into the performance a bit there was multiple layers to it there was that opening number baby i made it when they were in their first looks then there was like a mirror song then a disco song then a rap um i think it was all about six minutes in total who kind of stood out for you well first off i thought it was really cute that they brought back the entrance looks Mm. yeah i liked that yeah because it was it was a cute throwback and also kind of i suppose an, an outfit that would have been expensive for the queens to make would have been sort of only seen for a very brief moment gets kind of re-airing and and, and obviously an outfit that they would have put a huge amount of thought into mm. because it's like the first impression they're making so i i liked that and uh, that i liked that they did that in us yeah i kind of felt like i, I like that too the only thing about that first song is not everybody got 
a line. Like Jackie and Crystal didn't even get a line. It was just Sherry, Gigi and Jada. And then they kind of mm. moved on um, to that. But yeah, it was fun. And I think they were like... It was, I think it was supposed to show the different styles in that Las Vegas show. So it was what musical theater, like pop balladry, disco and, and hip hop, I suppose if you'd call it. Um, so yeah, it was kind of like, here's the tip, let's move on. I really liked the, the Mirror Moment song. They were really quite nice, I thought. Yeah, I liked the Mirror. It was probably my favorite part of it. I kind of liked the Mirror. Mm. I, I found, yeah, I found myself getting... Um, I found I found myself getting like a little emotional watching it. I was like, "This is it, like it was it was lovely and it was a touching kind of moment." Um, and, and actually, one thing we haven't really mentioned is it's it's weird because you're seeing the elements of Sherry Pie's performance in it as well. Even you know that you don't. It, it's just every time you see her, you kind of forget she's there, and it's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look at that!" And I, yeah. it's it, yeah, you know, it's, you you don't want to give her a compliment, but she did do quite well in this challenge, um, which which is. Uh, it was frustrating. <laughs> I thought Jackie Cox was giving me sort of Celine Dion vibes when she was singing her bit, but she was like, like a slutty Celine Dion because she just showed so much skin, which wasn't Celine. Um, yeah, and then I thought Jada was the weakest part. She kind of got like the the Sarah Harding bridge of the moment, and she. Oh, kinda... yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah but I mean it was it was very hard to pick between them then to compensate them for the opening music like musical theater number only Jackie and Crystal really got Anthem to say in the disco part which I quite liked the disco part yeah I I also liked the 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 performance outfit that Crystal was wearing with the like neons and the, Mm. the the kind of purpley hair I thought it all worked really well together I know that that Michelle said that she didn't enjoy it she felt it was like off but I just thought it was real fun um and I I liked I actually think so in the negligee bit Jackie did look really sexy yeah she did I think Jackie is sexy Mm. yeah Oh yeah, I would touch Jackie. Jackie is sexy. Oh. She brosses, yeah. Oh, she actually that's something we did in the in the choreography bit. I was like with Jackie there with the like short shorts and the t shirt and the. I'm like, like yeah, understate it right. Like we forget yeah. that. Oh, you know what? There was there was a slight bulge. I my eyes are not. There was a slight bulge with Miss Jackie Cox. There was. There was a... I was looking at it. Yes, I was. <laughs> I found my I, I I found I lost an element of my professionalism and you know my eyes I mean? made of skirted. <laughs> my sense of smell went up, but my sense of you know sight increased. It was uh, it was it was it was great. <laughs> I mean, I also, thought she was very sexy until she started to do her dad dancing, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, she she looked like me in a Zumba class, but um, <laughs> the, <laughs> she uh, did they make a joke about her bulge? Because there was like some sort of like, oh, we saw the shake. There was like some, I couldn't figure out what they were talking about. Jiggle. Because uh, he said, there was ju- Jamal, Jamal said jiggle. Like, oh, we saw the jiggle. And then they were like, oh yeah, we saw the jiggle. And I was like, were they talking about? I didn't think so. Okay. Jackie's okay. grossum, perhaps? I don't know. <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't. Um, I, I, I didn't pick that. I'd love to hear like Ruby like, Jackie, your scrotum was, was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrotum. Red you scrote you. It was weird. The way they sort of brought out the raps was a bit confusing because Crystal did hers first and then Jada did something with and then she went back and she did her rap and I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It was it was weird the way they sort of laid out the song. Mm. Yeah, the order was neither here nor there, wasn't it? No, it was no. kind of like, oh, there's a queen, there's a queen. Mm. Oh, another one. Oh, she's finishing that off. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Who did the best rap for you, Keen? 
the actual, uh, do you know, I liked, I, I really liked Crystal's lyrics. I did, because she's just so goofy and fun, but I loved Jada's execution. But I found that her rap was just so, like, it was monotone compared to the rest. But she mm-hmm. did a really good performance and execution. Yeah, I thought one of the best parts of it was when she was like, I'm still that bitch, like, when she properly yeah. amped it up. That was one of the bits I remember. I thought Gigi was probably still one of the best. There's something about mm-hmm. her when she can just yeah. switch into that performance mode. She's just really commanding. Oh, yeah, she stomped that runway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she yeah. And she, she stomped it. Even when she was doing dancing, she was in a sort of, like, interned knee and stuff like that. I just thought it was really interesting and the slide. So I think Gigi was probably the best for me. What about you, James? Um, yeah, I unsurprisingly loved Crystal. I thought that she was the best of the, the week. I thought when, like, I forgot to mention, the one thing, issues with Crystal, her, like, hairline and the wig when she had the kind of, the the, um, the nighty look mm. was a bit off and distracting. But when she came into her rap, I, I loved her lyrics. I thought it was really fun. I thought her performance was great. The lift was really cool. Um, and just her whole outfit was really eye-catching. Um, I liked jada's performance i think she's really commanding and i I think i agree like yeah Gigi was was very strong i didn't love the outfit she was wearing the the, like john pierce with the heart thing on it Mm. like and you saw her even pulling it up a couple of times during the performance which i thought was kind of you know i said for for a queen who's usually so precise it was like it just was a bit Mm, all for me but no definitely those three were the those three were the standouts and I, I, I actually noticed as well I think the f- Gigi only had two dancers whereas I think Jada and Crystal both had four and I think that worked better because I think she had more stage presence whereas I kind of felt Crystal got a bit lost amongst the four guys you know yeah. so I think Jackie's hair was very distracting it was cool yeah. and it was huge but when she was like I think if she was wearing like a hat and the hat was kind of going which every which way kind of flying around the place and um, but I liked kind I liked like her Kind of like her scrubs and exactly. <laughs> <laughs> her lyrics are actually very good, all right. Did you say it? Yeah. It was scrotating. <laughs> yeah. Scrotacular. <laughs> so first up onto the runway then was, was Crystal in her sort of blue velvet genie look. I thought this was the best of the night. Yeah, I loved it. I remember I was sitting there watching it with my housemate. Um, and I'm only after kind of getting her into RuPaul's Drag Race kind of in the last month or so like she kind of couldn't understand this look but she really like appreciated it and like respected mm-hmm. it because I think she's the only one on that stage that can actually pull that off and st- she still looked really glamorous I thought I loved the yellow like dots on her cheek kind of mm-hmm. tied in with a little bit of hair peeking out over the hat I just thought it was such a cute look and if I seen her like in a club that's the queen I'd want to go and yeah. like buy a tequila shot for like that's the queen I would gravitate towards um, mm. I yeah, I also absolutely loved it. Um, the only thing, the only the thing that, that yes, I hated the shoes. I w- like I kind of wish that the the velvet that, that color blue velvet had carried on right the way down. Yeah. Um, because I found the, the shoes because obviously she tied it back with like the shoes and the hands. Um, are both in that like darker color, so you know it's all it's obviously all planned out this way but I just I found the shoes distracting but I thought it was really cool and I loved the makeup I think she's just such an artist definitely okay and who's next <clears throat> Gigi now I have to say I think this is my least favourite look from Gigi the whole season uh, this is actually one of my favourite Gigi looks and I don't know why because she's had some really good looks but I just loved the braids I lived for <laughs> and even the hair I don't know why but I really liked it like I never had braces the only thing straight about me growing up was my teeth like so I can't relate to the braces I can't relate to like the fashion aspect of it because I dress like like a really gay farmer but no like I really liked this look for some reason 
I I loved it. I thought it was really fun, but I just thought there was going to be a reveal. Like I thought it like that classic kind of like nerdy girl goes to prom. There's always the kind of the walking down the stairs reveal moment. So I was expecting the brace and stuff to come off and maybe the like, and for it to, to be, so I loved it overall, but I just thought it hinted that there could have been a reveal that I was expecting to happen. Um, I love the colors though. I thought that like powdery blue is gorgeous. I loved all the pink. I, I really did like it. I thought she looked great. It did give me a bit, yeah, Katy Perry last Friday night vibe when she has the the race and that. I was, yeah, and then a reveal into like glamour puss. Katy would have been fun as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jackie is next. Um, I really <laughs> liked that. I really liked the the dress. Um, look, I'm not blown away by it, but I, I do really like it. And I know that's kind of a good thing and a bad thing. That's all I can say about it. Like it's it's a nice dress. Her hair, the wig looked like she kind of died to herself and a little bit kind of like seeped onto her ears and her forehead. Do you know what I mean? We're all doing a bit of the DIY jobs at home. Um, like I wasn't mesmerized. You know what I mean? Like, um, but no, I I like. I think it's a really nice mm. gown. I like the material, and she had nice shoes underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks actually much better in this picture than it did on stage. Like when it's stationary, I think it looks better like that sheen off it in this picture. Whereas mm-hmm. I thought that looked a bit like cheap, more plasticky when we saw it move. Um Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. Um I, I mean the, you're right about the blue rinse hair um, it sort of it is a bit distracting I, I I didn't love this. I thought of the the four of the, the four looks that we're looking at the, it was the it was definitely the the weakest um, by a considerable amount. I think it said the least about her as well. Like all the other looks, I think were very like, like it really mm. told you who the queen was. Whereas I think this was kind of just a bit basic or something. I also think the I way, don't... you know, obviously they, they put their looks together and that they don't know what order they're going to come. But I think the way they've fallen for Jackie is I think her more expensive, more fashionable looks have come at the start of the season. I think the last few weeks have been more of the artsy, craftsy, less of a budget looks, I think. Um, yes. And yeah, this yeah, yeah, this yeah. does strike me as as probably the least, you know, expensive of the looks, um, except maybe Sherry Pie. I didn't particularly like Sherry Pie's either. But yeah, compared to Gigi, Crystal and Jada, it definitely looked, you know, mm-hmm. less of a budget. Um, speaking of Jada, then she's up next again. She this was this is proper pageantry. Did you like it, James? Uh, this is drag perfection. She is uh, like this is spectacular. I think she looked like she looked unbelievable. Her face always looks great. The hair is so huge and gorgeous. To get everything about this for me was just perfect. I I loved it. Uh, I, I I was really blown away by it. She literally like she is a woman. Like Jada yeah. Essence Hall is a biological female. There are no scrotum present. <laughs> in um, I'm really pushing scrotum. It's yeah. like the Brock Allen. <laughs> um, let's 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 get scrotum trending. Um, no, her makeup in here always perfect. But what this gown did to her body, as you said, uh, James, it is drag perfection. She looked eleven out of ten. Yeah, eleven legendary. Yes. <laughs> to steal a to steal a phrase. Um, I think she's like a proper drag queen, drag queen, you know? Like she doesn't really go too much of these like hammy concepts for the audience, which I love normally. But it's proper like doing drag properly. And I think I remember Victoria's Secret, I don't know if this made the episode or whatever, saying, you know, Akira last year was a proper drag queen's drag queen. You know, she was really showing people how to do it. And I think Jada's similar to that. I, 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 I agree. She seems to, she just does what she does extremely well. And you get queens like that that come through, like the pageant queens in particular who come through the, the show always seem to, like the really professional, proper pageant queens that come through the show, they seem to have, they just seem to have a, an ability to, 
capture that flawlessness. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she definitely did that. Onto the judges' critiques. The judges effectively said, these are all so good, we're just going to go by track record. And they put Jackie and Crystal up to lip sync. I felt that was such a cop-out. Yeah, I thought it was such a cop-out. And not just because of everything that's happened, honestly. And I know they haven't showed her as much, to be fair, but like Sherry Pie, like redacted, whatever. I really haven't seen her in the top lately either. I really haven't. Mm-hmm. No. And she didn't blow me away this time. I was looking at her makeup and I'm like, every like five seconds you're on on the show, your makeup's the same. Your old lady shtick is the same. Like you, you are like, I feel like even if what came out about her didn't, I really just feel like I wouldn't be a Sherry Pie lover. Even though she's turned some, she has had some really cool looks and fun mm. looks, but. I feel like I would have been over her by now if she was still being shown. So, no, I would have popped Crystal ahead of her. Well, I would have. I completely agree. I think that she she was the only one who got an outright... Well, herself and Jackie were the only ones who got outright negative critiques. Because yeah. her, Crystal too, her, her, her performance... Her performance... Well, I suppose her... They didn't say... They said that was hers was a bit distracting. I suppose, but Sherry Pies, when they basically were like, mm. your your look underwhelmed us in the, the disco bit. It wasn't it wasn't really disco. And then Jackie does... I, I felt, yeah, she deserved to be in the bottom ahead of Crystal, in my view. I um, agree. Even, even from what we from what we saw, just a small amount we did see. Um, and I guess they were filming this and editing this. Yeah. Or they were filming this and preparing this with a very different story in mind. Um. Sure. And she'd been so, so some very, very she'd been so strong that they probably were just like, well, she's a shoe into the final, so like there's there's no um there's, there's no there's no point to putting her in the bottom. Judging it uh, like objectively, like not taking into account Sherry's mis- misgivings, um, I kind of went through, I kind of put the queens in order for me for the rap part of it, for the mirror part of it, and for the runway. And for me, I would have put the lip sync to be probably either Sherry or Crystal or Sherry or Jada, um. It depends if you prefer the, the rap part of it or if you prefer the performance for Crystal or Jada. But I definitely think Sherry deserved to be in there. I just think she was just a bit low. I thought Jackie did a really good job across the board. Maybe not the runaway. I thought Gigi did a really good job across the board. So they were definitely safe. And then I understand that if you wanted to have, you know, one based on this task, maybe one based on track record, then have Sherry and Jackie lip sync against each other. But uh, I definitely think Jackie or Sherry should have lip synced. The people Preach demand... To the choir, sister. <laughs> the the yeah. people demand justice. And she... <laughs> <laughs> and I was still hoping, like when I woke up this morning, like maybe they did some like editing in there somewhere and Rue would come on from his fracking empire and be like, due to unprecedented circumstances, like we now have our top four and like Jackie or Crystal weren't like both of them were going to be safe and in the top four. But no, we didn't even have that. They're just going to go with the top three now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was still kind of hoping that the queen that did go home, you know, would still sneak her way into the final because of Sherry's misgivings and what she's done in the past and it coming to light. Yeah, definitely. When I was watching it and I was watching the just critiques and it was all so positive, I had a moment where I was like, have they actually edited out all the bad critiques and they're just going to say, Shantae, you all stay? And then, you know, subsequently and then eliminate Sherry Pie and then we have our final Brew. four. That's mm. a smart one. Yeah, that's a really good shout, actually. And like we could have, that. we could have left that lip sync on the cutting room floor. Like we wouldn't have really missed much. No, <laughs> I, it wasn't the most. Um, it, it wasn't the most um, enthralling of lip syncs, and also just, I, I felt like you know how important this is, Jackie. You know how important this lip sync is. This is between you and getting to the top four at the moment. It's happening. Why'd you take your shoes off? 
Why did those shoes come off? Why did the shoes come off? Were they hurting you? <laughs> you, you know what's going to hurt you? <laughs> you know what's going to hurt you more in the long run? Not getting to the top four of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to lip sync, I thought Jackie, she did the, the pit bull bit much better. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. And the bit in the song where it's like, la, da, 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 and she just sort of span around. Like, that dress is perfect for that. That's the dress like, worked for her, didn't um, it? In the lip sync, it did. Other than that, I'm sick of her doing the real sort of literal interpretation of the lyrics. Like, oh, there's a harmo- accordion now. I'm going to do the accordion. It's just really cringy. So I think even though Crystal didn't do a really great performance, she deserved to to stay oh yeah no i think if if crystal had been sent home now it, it would have it, it like it, things would have kicked off people are like cooped up in their homes it would have been riots on the streets the gays would have been out there <laughs> well, we would have been out we would have been out no been happy no not not having this not having no, this no i'm ringing the guarantee immediately where is crystal method i don't feel safe without her on my television <laughs> Though I have to say, there was a part of me that was kind of hoping she'd go just for the drama of like this podcast and how annoyed James would be. Because I've had to <laughs> listen to him talk about her like the last eight episodes. So I was like, <laughs> oh, this would be entertaining, wouldn't it? <laughs> I love Crystal too, James. I'm a Crystal stand too, so don't worry, I'm going to add your back. Well, look, I, I only need one keen to host this podcast, so watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you both hashtag Team Crystal? I yeah. am hashtag Team Crystal, but I, I don't think she's going to win. I'd love her to. But like hashtag Team Jada is coming up strong behind as well. Don't get me wrong. But I'd be happy with all three winning, but Crystal, Jada, Gigi, that's my order of preference. Uh, I'm exactly the same order of preference. Um, I think that it's the first time in a while well, actually, it's the first time in a while where I've been in any way invested in any of the queens that have got to the final. But it's definitely the first time in a while that I've been like, it, really been like, any of these could win and I'd be I'd be really happy with it. Um, yeah. And, and I think it was like, Gigi had kind of got like a harsh edit the last while. Like she kind of did get a bit of the villain edit, but I think they pulled it back this week for her, gave her a bit more of a kind of softer, reminded us like that she's actually really nice and like showing her some of kind of her vulnerability through rap. I was like, I like that. Uh, but yeah, no, I definitely want Crystal to win. I don't think she will. I feel like, I feel like it probably will be Jada. And that's, that's what I'm, I'm predicting. Well, I feel it's going to be Gigi. Ooh, I don't know. It's it's hard to know who the fans know. like. I don't know. Do the I, are the fans fans of Jada? Like I'm hashtag Team Jada, but I kind of feel I'm in the minority. If you looked on the RuPaul's Drag Race um, Twitter this morning, which I know isn't everything, you know they're like like and retweet. Crystal's miles ahead. Mm-hmm. She's followed by Jada, but Gigi's like a lot behind. Like yeah. she's a lot behind. Like I, I was. RuPaul has listened to the fans since season. But like season nine, ten, he has listened. So I think it is going to play a part. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see what format the because I know that they've just filmed the like Zoom finale, uh, and and there is like a an online lip sync kind of element to it. So it'll be very interesting to see, like first of all, how that's presented, because um, you're not really going to be able to do like a side by side lip sync, really. Like it, that would just look bizarre. Like I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I would feel like having to do something like that where you're kind of pre- preparing an online performance would fall most into Crystal's wheelhouse just by the fact yeah. that she's so creative in the way she th- thinks about things and I would say that Jada may be at more of a disadvantage because I think mm. she's more of a classic kind of drag performer and then I think Chris, uh, Gigi probably falls somewhere in the middle 
to be fair, I actually think it's quite an evenly pegged final. I think the first one in a while. Like last year, it was kind of Brooker Evie. The year before, it was kind of just a Aquaria. <laughs> so this is, you could kind of see it go in any of the three ways, really. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's tough. To be honest, whoever wins, I'm not. Like, no. I, I, I'm not going to be put out or offended by it. Um, I want Crystal to win. I think Jade is going to win, but I'm not going to like lose my mm-hmm. shit if Gigi does win. I'm not yeah. going to. I'd, I'd buy a ticket. Well, no, I'd only buy a ticket to Crystal's show, but I think seriously about whether I'd buy a ticket to Jade or Gigi's show as well. Agreed, yeah. <laughs> Depending on price points and where it was on and if it was like a convenient location and a date where I had nothing else on, I might go to Jade's or Gigi's. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I kind of just I I'm my connection isn't there with Crystal like it is with a lot of other people. So I'm kind of hoping for Jada, and I kind of feel it's weird. Like I feel Crystal has had the underdog edit, but now I think she's the forerunner. So it's kind of this whole switch. Whereas Gigi has had the the you know what's the opposite of the underdog, the overdog, the the lead uh, edit, and now she's the underdog. So it's kind of swapped. Whereas then Jada sort mm-hmm. of splits the difference between the two. So. It's hard. But then also, like, Gigi, this is also just a stream of consciousness rant, Gigi's now the only third queen in history to win four challenges in one series. And I kind of feel that's not really deserved either. So it's tough. Who knows? I mean, (laughs) I'm I'm mostly concerned about the fact that in, well, all stars will start and then Drag Race Canada. So we've got plenty of Drag Race content to keep us going for for the next several months. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. What do we think this uh, reunion is going to be like? It's a slumber party one, didn't they say on the Twitter? It's like they're all going to be like in bed, in, like in like pajamas and stuff. You know? Do you know what I'm thinking of? Who is going to do Rue's makeup for the finale? Because he's going to be at home. Who's going to do his makeup? It's not oh, Rue is Rue is going to be hosting as a boy. Rue is not doing his own makeup. Oh, so true. He could so host as a boy, couldn't he? I think I think he always hosts the the reunion, the reunion as a boy. Reunion as a boy, yeah, true. But he never. But the finale is a whole different story. Oh, a whole different story. That's what I'm thinking of. Has that, has That's anyone seen Raven in the last few months? <laughs> She's been like dragged into some basement on a ranch out in Minnesota, <laughs> wherever it is. Rue lives. <laughs> That's actually a really good point, though. I hadn't even thought about it. I, I reckon Rue will just host both as a boy. Um, yeah. Because... Or the slumber party one, he'll put on, like, the green face with, like, you know, them, and he yes. might throw on a wig. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Surely she, he can do his own makeup, though, still. Even oh, well, I think he did that on Project Runway that one time, and we all remember how that went. <laughs> <laughs> So we have two weeks of Je ne sais pas coming up next. It's going to be exciting. Oh, Nicky Doll. Yeah. Did you know that's French? Wee wee wee. And that's funny because... La, la, la. <laughs> yeah, t- two two weeks of, of Zoom parties to look forward to. Um... I, 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 who knows? Who knows what we, what we're going to have, or what we're going to see, or what they're going to do? And you know what? Who knows if we'll even be able to release an episode next Saturday? Like we don't. You might not. Might come late. We don't know. So we're just gonna have to play it by ear and see what happens. Well, exactly. Who knows? Are you talking about some kind of like end of world shit? End of end, end of <laughs> days? Is it is the like the the naughty nighty RuPaul's Drag Race reunited um, pajama party going to somehow like lead into? <laughs> The end of the end of days. Maybe you'll have to buy it using just Bitcoin or a Rue coin or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, RuPaul needs his own currency. I mean, I don't know why he hasn't done that yet. Rue coin sounds like him all over. Yeah, it does, and that's what you could have to pay for things at DragCon. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
my god it's it's ruth's world and we're all living in it maybe i should take that out in case he hears it and then our idea is gone i can i can barely record my own audio keen i don't (laughs) think i'm gonna be getting tech savvy (laughs) yeah i don't really understand cryptocurrencies yeah Yeah, come come for the drag race stay for the cryptocurrencies (laughs) (laughs) the fantasy league I've, we've decided because the next two weeks are going to be so not sure what it's going to be. We're going to end the Fantasy League after this episode. Uh, if, you know, the next two episodes were kind of more of a standard template, we'd be able to, you know, ask you questions to predict. But because we're not, we're going to end it here. So I'll have the final leaderboard up after Photo Fashion Review this week. So stay tuned to that. You'll find the link in our bio on Instagram at sissy.pod. And one thing that's never ending is our Sissy Pod Smackdown for the Crown to find the Serena Cha Cha Champion for 2020. Uh, every day in our Instagram stories, we're, we're pitting some queens against each other. We're into round two now, the top 32, whittling it down to the top 16. Personally, we're, we're going to see in this round Jujubee and Shea Coulee face off against each other. Oh no! So that's like that's you know coming into All Stars five. That's that's going to be a that's going to be a tough tough one. Yeah, they're not actually that tough. I know who my favorite is, but I know that people are split. But if you have seen people like Adore Delanga kicked out and Shangela, and you want, I want to write this on justice, then come along, follow us on Instagram at sissy.pod and in the stories six days a week, there will be queens for you to choose from, and make sure you have you cast your vote. Yep, and we will chat to you tomorrow for the last untucked of the season. Um, on it's our Instagram turn. stories, and it's my turn, so I'll chat to you tomorrow. <laughs> For the last untucked of the season. Uh, do you know what? I didn't even watch last week's one, so I have to watch the two of them together. <laughs> was my coverage so much you didn't need to watch it? I was like, there is just too much Sissy Pod content going on at the moment. I've actually got the account <laughs> muted. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.